Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum, and this is episode 72 of the Student Ministry Podcast. Thank you so much for being here for another episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we have 71 episodes before this. We encourage you to check out. But if you are back again, maybe you've been listening from the very beginning or just for the last several episodes, thank you so much for being here. We just want to encourage you to subscribe and share this with other youth pastors, other youth workers out there who enjoy hearing uh, conversations with other youth workers or episodes like today. Today, we're going to be just diving into some programming updates and giving a few stories from this summer, uh, from my ministry and my experience. Uh, it's something that I've tried to do over the last couple of years is just kind of give you uh, an annual update about what's going on in the life of our ministry here at LifeBridge Christian Church in Longmont, Colorado, uh, what kind of changes I've been going through, making um, within the ministry, and what God's been doing. So today is one of those episodes. I'm just going to be telling some stories, but also uh, giving you a little bit of update on some programming shifts and things that we did over the summer and that we're planning on doing this fall, actually. As uh, you're probably hearing this podcast, uh, it's going to be right before we kick off our fall uh programming. And so, um, yeah, this is what we're going to be doing this fall. We'll get into all of that very soon. But before we jump into any of those stories, any of those changes and things like that, I want to thank the sponsors of this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Our first sponsor is G-Shades. It's a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone. With three plans to choose from, this curriculum gives you the resources you need to do what you want to do better. Do you need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just $16 a month. Looking for a higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides? That's $25 a month. Do you want affordable youth ministry video curriculum that will help you increase your online reach during the pandemic? G-Shades has you covered for only $36 a month. You will not find a youth ministry video curriculum at that price point anywhere else. G-Shades does an excellent job of not just teaching students the typical things that we teach them in youth group, but allowing them to see every life situation that they go through the, through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades creator Mike Haynes has actually been on the podcast for episodes 32 and 55. So if you'd like to learn more about Mike, you can check out both of those episodes. So head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G, to download season three of G-Shades Youth Ministry Curriculum, and be sure to use the promo code TSM. P-O-D, that's for the Student Ministry Podcast, so T-S-M-P-O-D at checkout to receive an extra 10% off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Our other sponsor is MenHub Youth, which was actually developed by a fellow youth pastor. MenHub Youth helps you store and track your student, staff, and parent info 
as well as attendance for your events. There are a lot of features, but today I want to talk to you about the MenHub portal. If you want a seamless way to connect with your parents, students, push announcements, collect RSVPs, chat with your people, and quickly be able to send the right message to the right people, you've got to get the MenHub portal add-on. Your parents and students can get MenHub portal for free and use your portal code and ministry password to connect and get ministry-specific two-way communication in one centralized location. On its own, the app is only $5 on iOS or Android, and you can use it forever on that one device without ever paying any more. But if you want to sync your database across multiple devices or with your leaders, you can sign up for MenHub Sync Service and support the Student Ministry Podcast by visiting menhubsync.com slash SMP for Student Ministry Podcast. That's M-I-N-H-U-B. S-Y-N-C dot C-O-M slash S-M-P. You can find the links to both G-Shades and MinHub in our podcast show notes. Thank you so much to G-Shades and MinHub for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Well, as I said earlier, we're going to talk about all these changes and stories and things that have happened in kind of an annual update uh, here on the podcast. If you want to jump back to episode 60, uh, that was uh, the one we did in 2020, and uh, that just kind of gave a, an update on our programming and what we were planning on doing for last school year. And uh, just a, a quick update on that is it, it actually went really well. We had a lot of uh, challenges um, that a lot of uh, youth ministries across the country and I think around the world also had dealing with COVID and how to come back after uh, a lot of the the quarantine time. And we had a bunch of students that weren't comfortable coming back yet, and we had some leaders that weren't comfortable coming back yet. So how to manage that was really, really difficult. And I think that was one of the the most challenging things of last year was trying to figure out how to have some semblance of a regular youth group and small groups and things like that in the middle of uncertainty that was just surrounding us all the time. And it's not really gotten any better uh, this year. We're just a little more experienced with it. And I think we have some more people that are are comfortable uh, being there. They're vaccinated or they're just more comfortable uh, with how things are going on and everything. And we've learned how to kind of navigate that a little better now. So I'm not as anxious going into this school year as last school year because uh, because we're just a little more experienced with it. Doesn't mean we're we're perfect at it by any means, but I think all of us are a little more experienced with it now, uh, having you know dealt with this for the last 18 to 20 months at this point. Uh, but last year we made the switch to do large group um, with all of our students together on Sunday nights once a month. And then we did small groups the rest of the month on those remaining Sunday evenings. And we were able to shift our ministry from the our Sunday morning, what we used to do, and kind of split ministry between Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and all these different things. We were able to actually shift everything to Sunday evening and do our programming in that way. And uh, yeah, so we, we ran it throughout the whole year. We had to make a lot of of shifts with uh, leaders, not like I said, not being able to be there all the time or not feeling feeling comfortable um, and things like that. And so 
we did have to make some some changes around that and had to be very, very flexible and uh, and patient. And so we did have uh, for a time we had like all of our uh, middle school small groups, like the girls small groups all met together because we only had so many leaders that felt comfortable being there. And we had to be able to make sure our internet at the church was good because we were trying to do um, students that were online and in person. And we did dabble around with having a couple groups that were only online for those those middle school students that felt uh, com- more comfortable being online. We tried a bunch of different things. And uh, finally, we we just settled. I think a lot more people were comfortable. And so we we've finally gotten to the the way of doing things was mostly in person, but giving students an opportunity to tune in online or participate online. And that's kind of how we decided to to go about the whole hybrid sort of situation. And we also tried to amp up what we did online. Um, we found out that a lot of our students were not connecting with our worship services that were streamed online. Like their families may be tuning into the, the the large church, the overall worship service that we have at our church on Sunday mornings. But for youth group worship services, that, those once a month large groups, students just weren't tuning in at all. And uh, maybe maybe one or two. And so we we stopped doing that and we actually just recorded them and then tried to take the messages, uh, either chop them down to certain sections or did like quick recaps or things like that and posted those. And those actually got more traction because they were made more for social media. And uh, we actually got a little more uh, interaction with those kind of things. So we're going to try to do that a little more uh, moving forward and and explore uh, some other options with our online stuff. In the summer, we actually uh, made some different changes and um, decided to do everything at the church this year, which was a little weird, but we had really gained a lot of momentum over uh, last school year, and we really didn't want to risk uh, possibly killing that or or changing it by going to the park or moving off site or anything like that. And so we decided to have everything at the at, at the church. But what we decided to do was kind of uh, space out what we did and and kind of alternate each each week. And so one week we'd have a worship time with the students that looked pretty much like a normal worship service, large group, everything. Uh, but then on the alternating weeks, we had activities. And so we had things like uh, barbecue. We had a laser tag. We had um, Nerf War. We had extreme bingo, things like that that were kind of every other week and then the alternate weeks were worship so we kind of bounced back and forth uh throughout the summer and it actually worked really well uh we got a lot of traction uh, especially around those activities which is a change um i think uh in the past those kind of activities haven't really worked for us in terms of outreach um it's something that youth groups have been doing for years and years um but they hadn't been working for us in terms of outreach but they did work this summer and we saw a lot of new students and that was really exciting and uh yeah so that was that was what we did throughout the summer and then this school year we are going to be kind of just taking the next evolution of what we did last school year so we're going to continue to do large group worship nights on the first sunday of the month but the rest of the weeks, we are going to do small groups. But the the difference this year is that we're going to be splitting middle school and high school 
for the beginning. So last year, we had everyone together for a brief time of sharing announcements and kind of going over the basic idea of what they would be talking about in their small groups, and then we'd send them off. And so on the average night, our whole night is like an hour and a half long. And so for the most part, most groups got about 60 minutes in small groups. And what we realized is, as many of you know, that's way too long for most middle school groups. Um, but uh, it was pretty good for high school groups. And so what we're going to be doing this year is we're going to be splitting those uh, groups in the very beginning. And so middle school is going to go to one side of the, the church. High school is going to go to the other side of the church. And they're going to have a, a brief time together at the very beginning. It also is going to help them kind of has some identity as their their individual youth groups as well. Um, we did a lot of stuff together last school year and, and over the summer, but this this fall and this spring we're going to be doing uh, some more things uh, as separate groups. Not not that it's bad to have them all together, but we're going to kind of try to pull them apart just a little bit more so that we can start to do some things for those those individual age groups that we just need to do. For instance. When middle school goes off and has their brief time together uh, before they split into small groups, it's going to be more of a game to kind of get some energy out of them. And then we're going to share a devotional thought that those uh, students are going to hear and then be able to discuss in their small groups. That's also a change from last year. Last year, we gave the small group leaders pretty much everything. So they had to teach and lead discussion and do everything else that a small group does uh, on those those at those hours on Sunday nights. But this year, it's going to be kind of care for each other as a small group and discuss what was talked about in the brief devotion at the very beginning. And so, middle school will have a you know a longer time uh, at that beginning because we want them to have some time together, but also honestly run some energy out <laughs> at the very beginning. Uh, and so they'll have about 45 minutes, 40 to 45 minutes in their small groups. And then high school at the opposite side of the church uh, running simultaneously will have a, a shorter time up front. So we'll do an icebreaker and things like that to kind of keep it fun and, and lighthearted and, and things like that. But then we'll have a that devotion for them as well. And then they'll go off, but they'll still have closer to like an hour in their small group. So not only will they have more time to discuss things and spend time in a small group because they're they're having close to an hour in that group, but also because their their small group leaders are no longer teaching. They're taking the the devotion that was shared at the very beginning and then jumping off into application and and further discussion in their groups. And so what we found actually was Last year, we we ended the school year with a video series just to try it out, just to also give our small group leaders a little bit more of a break. And we all watched that together. And it was a great series. Um, and it was uh, we watched it on Right Now Media. And um, and when we did that, it talking with our leaders, they really appreciated not having to prepare a full lesson every week. And so they were able to just kind of dig into the application and further discussion. So we kind of took that to heart and, and decided, hey, let's let's do that again. It's also going to help us with alignment, a lot more of our alignment of the groups um, to kind of just start off on the same page every night. And so this will also, an added benefit to all of this is going to be able to uh, for, give us the opportunity 
to allow more people to try speaking. And so we have a lot of leaders that just don't feel comfortable giving, you know, a 15, 20 minute, you know, message on a large group worship night um, with all the students there. But um, they may be able to, you know, feel comfortable giving like a seven or eight minute devotional thought with like one scripture, one point that will then send those students off into their small groups. And so we're, I'm really excited about getting more and more students and our uh, leaders students as well involved in the speaking on those small group nights because um, it's just a lot the the entry point is so much easier um, and simpler for for that to happen so that's kind of what this school year is, is going to look like we're actually starting off though with four large groups in a row um, because we're going to be putting a lot more emphasis on leadership development this school year uh, with all of our leaders um, it's actually something that's happening church-wide and so we have uh, additional leadership trainings that are happening in the month of September. And so that led me to just decide, uh, you know, in addition to wanting to start on the same page and start with excitement with large groups, I also didn't want to put added things with leadership trainings and development uh, meetings. And then also every week they had to prepare for their small groups and everything. So we're actually going to do uh, large groups throughout the month of September every week, and then the first week of October, and then we'll start small groups the rest. And so October, November, December, and so forth are going to be following the, the the example that I said earlier with large group on the first week of the month, small groups the rest of the weeks. Um, but we we decided to do something different just for September only. Um, and that's that's really exciting for me to do the uh, leadership development stuff as well. It's it's one of the big areas that we're going to be focusing on this year. Uh, we are going to be really ramping up our recruiting. We've already added a number of leaders uh, to our team already, which is really exciting. And uh, we're going to be bumping up the training. We're going to be uh, using uh, Download Youth Ministries, Youth Ministry University uh, this year, and uh, a whole lot more things. We're going to be adding in a monthly gathering for our leaders to come together for mutual encouragement and sharing stories, celebrating together, praying together as well. And so I'm really excited about all the leadership development and team development that we're going to be doing this year. And then, uh, yeah, adding some more opportunities for people to get involved and guest experience roles and large group only kind of roles and a bunch of different things that we're going to be adding this year. So really, really excited about all of those things. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to share, though, um, in terms of a story. So that's this all the kind of programming updates and where we're going to be this school year. But uh, I wanted to share a story. And uh, some of you maybe have already read this on my blog at stevecullum.com. But uh, I did want to share uh, just uh, something that was really, really cool that that happens uh, with a, a student uh, this summer. And um, just kind of I don't know. It, it it reminded me of why I have the hobbies that I do, and and why I uh, why I'm okay with with still um, dabbling in those hobbies and things like that. So um, if you if you don't know, um, most of you probably do know at this point. But I I'm really into video games. Um, I've been a video game fan ever since I was probably like four or five years old. Um, got hooked on the Atari 2600 playing Pitfall and other games uh, with my cousin and then got connected in with, you know, arcades and the first NES and all those different things. And uh, really just love the the hobby and the entertainment and all that stuff from video games. And it's something that 
uh, I really got into during college and after college. And so that's kind of like what I do. I even I, I help out with uh, running another a video game podcast uh, called the Nintendo Fuse podcast um, that is not ministry related at all. It's just a couple of guys that we get together on a regular basis and talk about Nintendo and the games and news and things like that. And uh, it's been really cool to just like explore that world as a hobby. It also gets me outside the church and all those different things. But the reason I tell you all that today is because this summer I had a uh, middle school student that uh, randomly just, I think it was his mom probably, that filled out our church's online form that, uh, that shared that he wanted to get baptized. And I didn't recognize the name right away. Um, I checked him out in our church's uh, like database system and our camps and all those different things, and I couldn't find him anywhere in our system. And so I uh, realized he's probably just a new student, and so I scheduled a time to meet up with him and his mom and and talk and just hear his story and what he's been going through and, and what led him to the point where he wants to get baptized, ask him any questions and things like that and see if I can, you know, further explain all those different things that I'm sure most of us do when a student is interested in uh, following Jesus and wanting to get baptized. And so when we first uh, met up, I noticed that he had a Super Mario Brothers shirt on, uh, which was awesome. And so uh, we we go and talk, and we we sit down by the baptistry in our worship center, and we we start to talk. And I'm trying to get his story and hear him, and he was just incredibly quiet, like not wanting to talk at all. In fact, kind of whispering to his mom things that he wanted to say to me, but just wasn't comfortable talking out loud at all. And uh, I'd ask him questions about why he wanted to get baptized. I'd ask him all these different things and which just kept striking out time after time. And uh, so my, his mom and I talked a little bit. And uh, finally, I, I just leaned into the video game thing. And I said, hey, what's your, what's your favorite Mario game? And that's the point when things changed. I finally heard his voice for the first time. And uh, he said something like, well, I haven't played many, but I like, and he started going. And honestly, for the next like 20 minutes, we talked about Mario. We talked about Zelda and Pokemon and Smash Brothers and so many other games. And in fact, it was actually hard for me to find that time where I was able to, to kind of find an opening to move back to the subject of baptism because he just kept talking. I couldn't even like find a, an opening in there. Uh, which was awesome. Uh, and so the the great thing for me was that I actually knew what he was talking about um, because I played games like Mario and Zelda and Pokemon, uh, Smash Brothers. And so I didn't have to ask for clarification most of the time, uh, which which is okay if you do, but it was really cool to just go there in the conversation so that by the, the end of our time together, he was actually asking me to baptize him. And so I'm going to be baptizing him uh, in uh, next month, um, in October and, um, really excited about that. And, um, that reminded me of a, of a story from my last church. I think I've told this on a previous podcast as well, but I used to host video game nights for some of our high school guys. And I told them they could come over, eat my food, hang out, but they had to bring at least, uh, one non-churched friend with them. And one of those guys that they brought, uh, I think it was the very first time I uh, ended up getting involved in our youth group, very involved, went on mission trips with us, and 
And right before I moved from from that church to my current church, I was actually able to baptize him. Uh, so it's it's been really awesome that God's been able to just kind of open doors and give me opportunities. And so my encouragement to you all um, in the middle of, you know, trying to figure out programming and trying to figure out uh, what is going to work and how to actually shape things for the school year and what you're going to talk about every week and all those different things that we can easily get overwhelmed with. Um, don't forget to explore those hobbies and those other ways that God can use you to connect with students, adults, um, anybody. And uh, just wanted to, to share that with you all. Uh, and in addition to our, our programming updates, uh, one of the other cool things that, um, that I'm really excited about for, for this year uh, really is um, our guest experience and other roles that we are able to, to add. And so I'll probably be giving you guys some updates on some of those things as well. We've we've had so many new students, um, and I don't say that to brag or anything like that, but it's just the the state that we're in. Um, and one of those things that we're trying to do and we need to do is kind of close the back door, if you know what I mean. And so trying to develop some better um, systems in place uh, to greet those new students, get them connected so that they don't, they don't just come once or twice and then they leave and we never see them again. And so um, that's one of the things I'm really excited about, in addition to leadership development that we're going to be doing this year as well. Um, I think that's pretty much it for the updates and the story that I wanted to share. I also want to let you know that uh, this uh, really coming up really soon, I'm going to be a guest on the Youth Ministry Mavericks podcast. So um, be sure to check that out as well. On that podcast, I talk with the host, Jeff, about being adaptive in ministry, um, and that that includes being uh, adaptive when you move to a new ministry, a different context, but it's also about constantly being adaptive and exploring how the culture is changing, how students are changing, and all those different things. And so I encourage you to check that out. Um, it's not out as of this recording right now, but uh, if you subscribe to the Youth Ministry Mavericks podcast, you'll get that as soon as it goes live. And I'll also post it on my social media and the Student Ministry Podcast social media as well. So if you're not subscribed to any of those different places, if you're not following us or uh, liking us or whatever uh, the social media uh, requires uh, of that, make sure you check that out. All of those links are going to be in the show notes uh, of the podcast. And uh, be sure to check those out along with our sponsors. Uh, we are so grateful that uh, we have these sponsors of the Student Ministry Podcast. And we just, yeah, I just encourage you to, to check them out. Be sure to head over to gshades.org to download season three of G Shades Youth Ministry Curriculum and definitely use the promo code TSMPOD at checkout to receive a discount off your order. Uh, we also want to thank MinHub again for sponsoring this episode. Head over to minhubsync.com slash SMP. That's M-I-N-H-U-B-S-Y-N-C dot com slash S-M-P. That's for Student Ministry Podcast. And uh, yeah, not only can you sign up for their uh, service, their synchronization service, but you're also going to be supporting the Student Ministry Podcast when you do that. So thanks so much to G Shades and MenHub for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Well, that brings us to the end of episode 72. Thank you all so much for being here and thanks for... Uh, yeah, just 
tuning in every month, sometimes more than that. Um, I'm pretty excited about those times when we are able to get more interviews. And if you haven't, if you have some people that that you'd like to uh, see us get on this podcast, be sure to let us know. Send us a message uh, on social media. Send us an email. Um, all those different things. Uh, you can you can just uh, get that word over to us, and we'll try to do our best to get more stories on in the future but thank you all so so much for being here for episode 72 and uh until we talk again may god bless your ministry